In today's episode of Watch Time, we're going to be talking about video strategies, and Kathy and I will be going over the five key components that we believe need to be in every basic strategy if you want to see a return. Stick around. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional with Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Kathy Zip. And I'm Bill Barona. And today we're going to talk about a super important topic that everybody needs to be paying attention to. It's essential when you're starting any video, and that's strategy. You know, a, a lot of people may just think that creating a video is just about setting up a camera and pressing record. But the truth is that if if you really want your video to be successful, you need to think about strategy. There's a lot of types of videos too. When you're thinking about your strategy, you really need to think about the type. And each type of video can be used in a variety of different ways. You know, maybe you're doing a social media video for your audience, or you're putting together something that you're going to be putting on your website. So when people visit your website, they'll see that. Maybe you're putting something together for email marketing. So no matter what the type is, all videos require a strategy to be effective. And your strategy can really vary depending on the video. So you need to think about your, your target buyer persona. Who is this video for? What action do you want them to take? Some strategies can be super simple. Maybe you're just laying out a couple of key elements. And then some can be really complex and, and they need multiple pages of explanation. Maybe you need to do some market research before you can even plan a data shoot. That's right, Kathy. And regardless of your video length, complexity, desired action, each video still follows a basic strategy, some type of process. And at Flex Media, that's one thing we pride ourselves on when working with our clients is that all of our videos, no matter how small, have a video strategy. And so for all of our listeners, we've identified five key things when we've looked at our clients' videos, when we've looked at the videos we've created for ourselves. And in this episode, we really want to hit these five key things and explain them to you. Because regardless of whether or not you're shooting a recap video or a full-blown ad campaign, if these five elements are not addressed, you'll lack a return on investment and a result from your video. And I'm sure many people listening are probably thinking, well, I hire somebody to create my videos and my videographer will handle these things. But you have to remember, there's a big difference between a videographer and a video strategist. Just because somebody creates videos doesn't mean they understand video marketing. So without a video strategy, you're really risking spending precious resources on just creating content for content's sake, which is basically just creating more stuff for the internet. So you have to remember that just because something looks amazing doesn't necessarily mean it's going to perform. I've seen many videos that are cinematic and absolutely gorgeous, but they don't do anything for the clients. And then I've seen clients come back with a strategy, create a cell phone video that still looks decent, and they'll see even better results than the person that spent tons of money and had a huge budget hiring a video production team. So the next time you decide to hire a videographer or even create your own video, start thinking about this framework that Kathy and I are going to be going over today and start working through all these different steps to make sure that you're optimizing your video for success. So without wasting any time, let's dive into the first key element here. Um, the first thing you need to do is to identify your ideal customer. You know, this sounds like kind of an obvious thing, but it really is the foundation for your content. And a lot of people don't take the time to do this. You know, when we're putting videos together for people, that's one thing we have to understand, like who is your target audience? And some people don't know, and we really can't move forward until we have that. You know, I come from the journalism world. 
and, you know, writing articles and publishing. And even with that, you know, we always had to know who our audience was because even if you're writing about the same topic, the way you explain it to different people, you know, it kind of shapes how, how you're, you're delivering your message and how you're positioning your content. So you really need to think about your ideal buyer, or if you can't get that specific with, you know, we're targeting women in their sixties, um, of, you know, uh, income 60,000 plus household income, even if you can't, um, you know, narrow it down that much, you want to at least have, you know, be able to, to, um, at least have an idea of your general market, you know, maybe women in their sixties and then put yourself in their shoes. So, you know, who, who's going to be watching this video again, you're, you want it to reach your ideal customer or your target. And then you need to think about their pain points that they have, because you want to think about your, product as a solution. So how does your product help address their pain points? So think about their pain points. What motivates them? What do they, what do they get excited about? Um, you know, what gets them up in the morning and keeps them up at night? What are their problems? And, you know, why should they watch and care? And really knowing who your target customer is and what their pain points are is really the foundation to help shape your content into tying together how your solution fits into the problem that they're having or their need. And again, it's all about wanting your ideal customer to buy. So this is really the first step in establishing that message that will lead them through the next phase and through the buying process. Absolutely, Kathy. And the thing with that, the people have to remember is that if you don't know who you're talking to, it's very hard to start creating content um, around your buyer. Because when you're talking about different demographics, for example, depending on what your product is or your service, you may sell differently to a woman in her 60s versus a woman who's in her 30s. And these are all things that you have to start considering early on. Because if you're just trying to talk to everybody, you're broadcasting and you're just basically casting such a wide net and you're really not going to be able to reel in, you know, what you're trying to get. If you think about, you know, fishing, for example, if you bait a hook and you put the hook in the water, you're trying to get a specific fish. But if you just cast the net out there and pull it back in, you might get fish. You might get maybe not the specific fish you're looking for. Who knows? So that's why it's really important to stop broadcasting your message and start really thinking about who are you talking to? And once you've identified that ideal customer, that buyer's persona, the next thing you want to start thinking about is how can you hook that person's attention in the first five to 10 seconds of watching the video, which is step number two in our actual basic video strategy is creating a hook at the beginning of your video. You want to create something that will draw in that viewer and get them to stick around and keep watching. For example, if any of you have listened to some of our quick tip videos that we've put on LinkedIn, or maybe even some of the content that we've put out here on the podcast, you notice we always start off by identifying what we're going to be talking about and then who should be listening. So those are key things that you want to start doing because it makes that ideal buyer go, that's me. That's what I'm interested in. That's what I want to learn. And then they know that that piece of content was intended for them. And then it also tells them why they should stick around to the end. Sometimes in some of our videos, I'll even say, you know, we're going to be talking about these three key things, but make sure you stick around till the end because we're going to have a fourth bonus thing for anybody who's there at the end to check it out. So you're not only 
teasing the ending, but you're also giving them a reason to stick it out through the whole video and watch everything. So once you've created that hook, you really want to start thinking about the next step. That's right, Bill. You know, once, once you've really hooked people in, you want them to continue watching. And the way to do that is by giving them valuable information about your product, your service, your industry position. You know, you want your company to be positioned as a, a helpful thought leader that your audience is really looking to as a, as a problem solver. And this isn't the time to really, you know, hold back or create a lot of fluff. I know some people are really worried about giving it all away, you know, maybe in, in, a, in a video, but really you, you want to be able to provide enough information that adds value to the person watching and it encourages them to continue through the whole video. So, you know, you want to grab attention and you, and you don't want to just provide, you know, more teasing information without really giving anything solid, you know, clickbait fluff doesn't do anything to benefit your, your viewer. They're going to get distracted. They're going to generate uh, distrust with your brand and it's just going to push them away. So you really need to deliver on the things that you promised in the hook throughout the whole video so that people continue watching and, you know, give them a few tips and then Again, you don't have to give it all away there. You want to keep moving them through the buying process. So, you know, give them a few things where they'll continue to watch the video and then, you know, push them to where they can learn more and go to the next step of the buying process. And one thing, too, to really think about when you talk about adding value, and Kathy really hit on this, is that, you know, not being afraid to give away you know, I guess, you know, the recipe to the secret sauce. There's so many people that will have this great hook and they'll really tee their video up to like get people to stick around and watch. And then there's nothing worse for a viewer than when you sit down and you watch this video and then you feel like I just wasted six minutes of my time because they didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. They really didn't give me any valuable information. And all of their information was here's a couple little things and oh, buy my course or here's a couple little things. Oh, read my book. You know, so you really want to make sure that you're not doing that. You know, now is not the time, like Kathy said, to hold back. And people need to realize that, you know, it's okay to give stuff away. I always tell all of our clients at Flex Media, you know what? I'm more than happy to sit down and I will teach you how to make a video from the beginning to the end. I'll teach you everything about strategy. I'll even set you up with a place you can rent a camera. But the reality of it is I know that even if I teach them how to do everything and I give everything away, they're still going to reach back out to us to do work with them because, you know, it all comes down to time. So don't be afraid to give away more information. Don't be afraid to tell people how you do things because people are still going to want to work with you and they're actually going to trust you more because you are giving them that value. So while you have your viewers' attention still, you really want to make sure that you take them to this next critical step and that's the call to action. You really want to tell them what to do because if you think about it in terms of the overall scheme, you've identified your target buyer, you've hooked them in and you've gotten them to keep watching. Now you've provided them with this valuable information and they, they look at you as a thought leader and they trust you and now they need more. They need direction. So now you want to give them a direction on what to do. And this is going to be a little more specific than just giving a link to your website. There's nothing wrong with just linking to your website here, learn more information here, but really start to get specific. You know, sign up for my newsletter, go buy my book, you know, contact us today. Consider directing them also from that video to a specific landing page where they can learn more about what you just discussed. And it's designed for your ideal buyer and it's designed with the information that they just learned. So they can continue that buyer's journey 
off of say social media, maybe off of your main page on your website to a specific page on your site that's really just optimized for them to follow that, go down that funnel and follow that call to action. You know, you can have them contact you through a simple form or, you know, what I recommend doing to a lot of people is I say, why don't you try two different call to actions? Maybe you send them to a landing page, maybe you send them to your website, maybe you send them to, you know, give you a call or you have them sign up for your newsletter. And you do that with maybe the same video, but two different uh, call to actions and see which one works better. And then next time when you go to create new content, you might say, hey, you know what? Our buyers, they seem to really respond to calling us better than they do going to give us their email address. Or they really enjoy going to our site and signing up for our newsletter and then receiving free resources. So these are things that you really want to start thinking about early on before you're even pressing the record button. You're absolutely right, Bill. And one thing, too, that we always talk with our clients about is, you know, going back to knowing, you know, um, you know, how you're going to use this video and what your intentions are and what your plan is, is we really recommend doing uh, platform specific calls to actions. You know, if you're on, if you have a video on your website and it says visit our website to learn more, that's kind of silly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, instead, you know, you want to lead them to a different call to action. And then when you're posting, even on like social media, again, we've talked before social media platforms are businesses. They want you to stay on the platform. So it's, it's, you don't, rather than directing them, you know, way to your website, one thing you could do if you're posting a video on Facebook is saying message us on Facebook. So they can go directly to the message button there and message you on Facebook. So when we work with our clients, we actually will do different um, end graphics and different calls to action, depending on what platform um, they're going to be sharing the video on, even if it's just different versions of the same video, same content. So those are things you want to think about too. Actually think about, you know, where somebody's going to be watching the video and and how they can contact you. It's easier too, you know, mm-hmm. instead of if they're on social media, they're scrolling on their phone, it's probably easier for them to just message you right on there than, you know, taking them away from the platform and hoping that, you know, they're actually going to go visit your website. So just some things to think about um, when we're doing that. And then jumping into the last step, you know, you want to think about how, what does success look like? How are you going to know if the video that you put out there into, you know, the, the universe is working for you. So you want to have some kind of way to measure your success. Um, so before you press record, think about your desired call to action again, you know, whether that's getting people to visit your website or download something or message you, and then how many viewers you need to take that action to assess whether or not your video is fulfilling your marketing goals. You can do this by measuring analytics, um, you know, watching to see how many viewers have actually taken your desired action by clicking on something, or even just by how many viewers um, were engaged and watched the entire video. There's a lot of different um, different platforms you can use for this, whether it's directly on social media platforms or like Google Analytics for your web page. Um, there's different things you can pay for to, you know, better see different video analytics, but you want to think about what analytics are you going to look at, um, to make sure that your video is working. And you also want to pay attention to your sales because if there's been a sales increase since you've posted your video, you know, are you able to determine how to, um, measure the success of your video by, um, you know, an increase in sales, you know, maybe that's a sign that the video you put out there is working. 
So whatever, whatever success looks like to you, you just want to be able to measure that because if you know, if you're not seeing success with your video, maybe you want to try something else. Um, it's the same thing with, you know, a lot of marketing techniques. Um, like Bill said, testing, you want to think about that, but you need to, you need to have some way to come back, especially if you're reporting your boss to say, you know, did this video work? What can we do differently? Or can we do the same thing again? Because it was such a success. One thing to think about too, for everyone listening, just remember, and like Kathy can definitely probably agree with this as well, is the big thing with marketing is a lot of marketing, whether it be video marketing, whether it be social media marketing, whether it be email marketing, it's always when people ask questions and they say, well, what, you know, what is the best results for this? Or how do you do this? And we always say as a company to our clients, well, it depends. And we have to test it first and then see how, you know, how it does work out because, you know, don't get discouraged if you make one video for one specific buyer's persona or two videos for a specific buyer's persona. And then you don't see the results that you get right away. Cause maybe you'll make two other videos or another video for somebody different, or you'll try a different technique and you'll get better results, you know, on that one versus the first one. And there's things to consider too. And this is why you really want to look at the platforms. You really want to look at, you know, the time of year, maybe, you know, if, depending on your product or service, it's not a good time of year for your sales. Like maybe sales are generally down right now, or, you know, like right now, for example, we have the pandemic that's still going on and that might be affecting sales as well. So definitely, you know, keep testing, keep trying new things. So to kind of recap a little bit of this just for everybody that's been listening so this way we can kind of you know push it all together the five key things that we really feel you need to have in your video strategy are identifying your ideal customer so who's watching this video creating a hook getting their attention and pulling them in adding value making sure that you're giving them usable information not fluff you're actually giving them the recipe to the secret sauce and you're providing value to your viewer creating a solid call to action that tells them what they need to do next. Don't bring them in and then confuse them and they don't know where the, what the next steps are to learn more or to become you know, an advocate for your product or service. And then finally, identifying what success looks like from your campaign. Making sure that you understand, okay, if we put this video out there, how do we know we did the right thing? How do we know next time around what we should do to maybe improve? These are all things that you really need to start thinking about before you press record, before you write a script. You're going to want to sit down with your team if you're in a marketing department and really start going over these things. If you're a small business owner, you know, start looking at the people that are coming in your facility or buying your products or services and start identifying these customers. One thing that I'll say that's a pro tip in my opinion and what I do whenever I create video content is we have a couple different buyers personas that we work with, um, whether it be creating content for this podcast or whether it be creating videos for social media. And when I look at the camera or I look at the microphone or you know if I'm talking, I always envision myself talking to the specific buyers persona that I want to be talking to. So for example, like when I'm creating videos for LinkedIn, if they're more for a small business owner, I have an idea in my mind of the small business owner that I'm talking to. And I'm looking at that camera and I'm talking to that small business owner as if they were right across the table from me. And these are things that you should be doing when you're creating that content. And that's why it's so important to have that identified ideal customer. Because how can you have a conversation with a huge group of people that have different needs? When you get that specific, yes, other people are going to listen. I'm sure there are people listening to this podcast right now that are going, 
I'm not a small business owner and they might not be part of a marketing team, but you're listening because, you know, you're interested in video marketing for whatever reason, maybe you, you know, have a side hustle, you know, but you found this podcast. Well, you may not have been the intended ideal customer for us or ideal person that we'd be talking to, but you provide your finding value. But in order for us to put this content out there and for it to be successful, we have to identify that person up front and then be able to talk to them. So I know this might seem like a, a lot of work, um, but remember as a small business owner or marketer, you know, your time is really valuable. So the time that you're you're putting into strategy is going to save you money and resources and time in the long run. If you're not using a video strategy, again, the video that you're putting out there is, is wasting your time and money and in your viewers time. You know, we see too many videographers and marketers that only like to focus on the look of the video and, you know, they don't give enough consideration to the strategy behind it. And don't get me wrong. I mean, you want to create a great looking video. We create great looking videos at flex media, but equally or really even more important is putting together the strategy and then you know the great look of the video also draws people in um, but strategy is what's going to help you generate leads and close sales and like bill said before even we've seen even in a well-produced diy cell phone video with strategy will outperform the most cinematic production with that one so you really want to think through this process take the time um, and then each time it gets easier when once you've you know identified some of the basics. You're right, Kathy. And the one thing I really want people to understand that are listening is whenever we have a client reach out to us and they go, we want to work on a video for this, or we want to talk to you about creating a concept for a video. The first thing Kathy and I always do is we set up a meeting, whether that be on the phone, whether that be in Zoom, maybe in person one day again. And we sit down with them and we really start to go through these things. Who is your ideal buyer? Who, you know, who's buying from you right now? What pain points do they have? How does your product or service help those, you know, that customer? And then we start working through these steps that we've just talked about. So hopefully this was a valuable episode to you. I'm hoping that you got something out of this. You can take this and just start creating more strategy in your video. You know, if you're not creating your own videos, maybe now you have to start asking your videographer or whoever's creating videos for you and saying, hey, who's my ideal customer? You know, who are we trying to talk to? Like, why aren't we using a hook? How come I'm not giving away valuable information? You know, these are the things that you can now start asking and maybe reevaluating what you've been doing. And maybe you'll see even more success. Maybe you'll find out now why you're not seeing the success that you thought you'd have. But we really want to still hear from you. We keep putting these episodes out there and we've gotten some great feedback, but we'd love to hear some topics. So if you have any topics that you want us to discuss on the podcast, please reach out to us at info at flexmediacle.com. And then also feel free to go on social media, direct message us, let us know what you like, what you don't like, how we can improve, what you want to hear from us. And we just really appreciate everybody that's been listening and downloading. Uh, just based on the analytics I've been seeing, we have a lot of people all over the world downloading this podcast. And we're just absolutely just honored that we're able to get this information out to people and that they're trusting us as a resource. So until our next podcast, I'm Bill Barona. And I'm Kathy Zip. And we'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.